afternoon, and welcome to your Royal Rooters Podcast, your hub for your nine-time World Series champion, Boston Red Sox, your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, your 17-time NBA champion, Boston Celtics, your six-time Stanley Cup champion, Boston Bruins, your 11-time national champions in football, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, your 51-time Scottish Premier League champion, Celtic football, your six-time English Premier League champion, Chelsea football, your Gonzaga men's basketball team, your Wright State baseball team, and your five-time national champions in college hockey, the Boston College Eagles. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, also known as the Junkyard Dog, also known as T.O. Schwiggins, and you can't change that. Got it. Perfect. Yes. All right. So pretty much, yeah, Bill Belichick and the Patriots, they are starting to make moves. Really big moves. Some small moves, but you know what? They're getting making some big moves. They're bringing some people back. Um, March Madness has already started. So Gonzaga, they play tonight. They play their first-round matchup against uh, Norfolk State. Yeah, a little bit spoiler there. Yeah. So, yeah, stuff is happening. Stuff is happening. Wright State Baseball, they're still continuing to be on a roll as of now. So very good. Red Sox spring training, some good, some bad. Celtics. Yeah, they're starting to fall apart a little bit, too, this week. And the Bruins, yeah, they're starting to fall apart a little bit, too. But so far, and um, it looks like the dream of winning the Hockey East Tournament for Boston College has come to an end. Yeah, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, let's start off with Wright State Baseball. So last time we talked, Wright State Baseball was playing a doubleheader against the Youngstown State for conference play, and they took game one in this one of uh, this doubleheader two to one. So let's get into it right now. All right. Come on. All right. Two to one. Here we go. All right. So let's get into the box scores. All right. So here we are. So literally, um, so Youngstown State, they got on the board first in the fifth inning as a Oh, Sean or Oh Sean or P. O'Shawn of uh, Wright State hit a uh, solo homer into right field to make it one nothing Youngstown State, and then Sass he got onto the plate and scored a two run single into right field to score Black and Hamilton make it two to one Wright State in the sixth inning. That's where your final score would stand as Wright State. Yeah, so pretty much a low scoring game in this one as Wright State improves their record to six and five. And now they are 6-0 in the Horizon League, Horizon League Conference. So very good, very good. All right. And then the Bruins, they took on the Rangers um, at the TD Garden for a Saturday night match or Saturday afternoon matchup. And they basically just got shut out. So, like, they did not really score a single goal. And they lose this one for nothing. So, basically, so we won't go too much. I mean, pretty much. So, let's see. We don't want too much in the Bruins game just because, like, they just didn't really score, which really stunk because the Rangers aren't really that good, and they also, yeah, really. All right, so here we are. For the Rangers, uh, Miller scored a goal to make it one nothing Rangers in the, fir- in the first uh, period. Then uh, Kiter, he got a goal to make it 2 nothing in the second period for um, the Rangers. Then Strom, he got a goal in the third period to make it 3 nothing, and then uh, – Buchevich uh, made a goal, like literally, like time winding down in the third period to make it four nothing. That's where your final score would stand. 
Bruins are now 14-7 or 14-7 and 4, so 14 wins, 7 losses and 4 overtime losses at this point. Not great. Yeah. All right. Okay, and then Red Sox took on the Braves at JetBlue Park on Saturday afternoon for a spring training game. I won't go too much in the detail because it's spring training and who really does care. Um so but they won this game for the or for uh, the bright side, they did win this game seven to two, so pretty good, awesome. Even though it is spring training, so seven to two win. All right, then go back to uh, Wright State. So they took on uh, Youngstown State again for game two of a doubleheader, and they basically just blew them out fourteen to five. Yeah, to win this one. So let's go over the box score. All right. All right, so Wright State in the second inning, they got on the board for this uh, Plato. He uh, reached on a fielding error by the second baseman to score Lucart to make it uh, or score by Luke score Lucart unearned and uh, Sass an unearned run to make it two nothing. Wright State led, and then Hamilton in the third inning uh, hit a solo homer in the right field to make it three nothing. Wright State, and then again in the third inning. Uh, or uh, Harris, he uh, flew out for a sack fly, two score black, make it four nothing right state. And then Youngstown, the fourth inning, they basically like um, scored two runs or had two scoring chances. Um, O'Shawn, he singled in the center field, two score uh, Glasser, make it four to one uh, right state. And then Swarmer, he had a fly out or had a sack fly out into a uh, right field, two score O'Shawn, make it four to two right state. Then the fourth inning, bottom of the fourth inning, right stake on the board. McConnell, he advanced to second on a wild pitch, two score holders, make it five to two, right state. Then Quincy Adams, he doubled to a right field, two score dues, and McConnell and a Plato to make it eight nothing. So a bases clearing double, uh, bases clearing double to score three runs to make it eight to two, right state. And then the fifth inning, Plato, he homered in the right field. Or right center field, two score Olders and himself make it ten nothing uh, or ten to two right state. Then Harris he doubled in the right center field, two score Hamilton make it eleven to two right state. And then Lucar in the seventh inning he scored or he homered into left field a solo homer to make it twelve to two right state. Then Youngstown they got on the board again as Grow he hit a two run homer or actually a three run homer into a right field to score O'Shawn or. Yeah, well, actually, huh, that's weird. Well, scored a two, three-run homer to score himself and two other batters. They have the same people as the extra. Okay. All right, so anyway, so 12-2 to two, or 12-5, to five, right state. And then Sass, he doubled into a left or left center field to score Harris and Dews, make it 14-5, to five, right state in the eighth inning. That's where your final score would stand. Um our right state wins this one. They improved their record to seven and five in a overall record, and then seven and zero in um, Horizon League conference play. So awesome! Very good, very good. All right. And then the next day, right state they played uh, Youngstown State again. This time for a single game, and they win this one and sweep the series um, against Youngstown State at a. Uh, Nitswitz Field or Nitswitz Stadium is that what I'm pronouncing? Yeah, it's uh, their home stadium to to win this one six to one. So awesome! All right, 
Let's go over the box scores or scoring summary. All right, come on. All right. So Youngstown State, they got on the board first in the second inning as Bucko, he singled into left field to score uh, Car- or Caruso, or Caruso, or actually, uh, actually no, actually Gora grew to make it a one nothing Wright State, and then after that it was or one nothing Youngstown State, and then after that it was just Wright State in the third inning. Dues he flew out a sack fly in the center field to score Greenwell, make it one one tied ball game, and then the third inning Sass he lined or uh, lined a sack fly into a right or into a right field to score. Hamilton make it two to one right state and then Black in the fifth inning he homered a uh, three run homer score himself Hamilton and Dews five to one right state led and then Black he homered again his second homer of the day into right field a solo homer in the seventh inning to make it six to one right state that's where your final score would stand right state increases their record to eight and seven uh, or eight or eight and five for the season and eight and zero. Oh in uh horizon league conference play so awesome very good very good all right and then the red sox they played the twins in spring training game and i gotta say um it was a very low scoring game but in the end both teams uh end up with a 5-5 draw and this one in spring training we won't go too much in the detail here because it's spring training who really cares (laughs) kind of deal all right and then uh, Boston College uh, hockey, they took on uh, ha- or uh, New Hampshire in the corner final of the hockey's tournament co- or hockey's tournament uh, co- or conference tournament, and it was a pretty close one. But in the end, uh, Boston College they get the dub, they get the job done, and they move on to the semifinals as they win this one three to two. Go over the game in summary. So in the first period, uh, Boston College they got on the board first as Alica. Newhook, he got or scored a goal for BC to make it one nothing uh, Eagles. Then uh, Mike Hardman in the first period scored another goal to make it two nothing BC. And then uh, Nika or uh, then Nikita or Nika or Nikita Nintrensko um, he got a goal for BC to make it three nothing uh, BC. And then after that, New Hampshire they kind of started a rally in the second period as a uh, as a uh, Eric. McAdams, he scored a goal, and then Luke Reed, he scored a goal to make it a uh, three to two, right? Or three to two, Boston College. But they held on for the win, and that's what matters as Boston College moves on to the semifinals of the Hockey East tournament. And then the Celtics, they played on Sunday night in Houston, and they went back to their winning ways as they win this one against the Rockets. 134 to 107, so pretty good. They basically just dismantled a really bad Houston Rockets team, and they took care of business in this one. So awesome. Very good. Very good. And that might be the only bright spot on this whole week for the Celtics because pretty much after that, they're not really yet. We'll get into that in a little bit. All right. So my top performer of the night was uh, Jalen Brown with 24 points. Then uh, Jason Tatum with 23 points. And then tied for uh, third place with 16 points was Kemba Walker with 16. And then uh, Robert Williams, the third, he had a night too with 16 points. So pretty good for him. And then I believe I probably would give the nod to uh, – I'll probably give the nod to Semi Ojale with uh, nine points. I know Peyton Pritchard had nine points too, but uh, let's see. 
Yeah, but yeah, so uh, Semi Ojale had more rebounds, and that's kind of my decider. So not so Semi Ojale with nine. All right. And at this point, the Celtics are twenty and eighteen. So awesome, very good at this point. All right. Okay. So after that, so let's see. Then, as we said, the Patriots started making moves on Monday afternoon or Monday afternoon. They uh, their first move was a uh, Ju John uh, Smith. Uh, he he and the Patriots agreed to a four year fifty million dollar deal. So awesome, tied in. So we got another tied in to play for us. Awesome, very good. All right. And then other news, Devon uh or Godshock uh, and the Patriots agreed to a two year sixteen million dollar deal with a nine mil or nine million fully guaranteed uh contract. So awesome, very good. So we got another uh, defensive player, awesome, very good. And then we got a pass rusher too from the Ravens to uh Matthew Judon. Uh he agrees to the Patriots for four years, fifty-six million dollar deal with a thirty-two million dollar. He will be making $32 million in the first two years of his contract. Awesome. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. So our defense is kind of improving. And then they did say the Patriots wouldn't be done after that. It looks like they will be going after a wide receiver the falling uh, or falling evening, and that's what they did. First, they signed uh, Jalen Mills. Or wait, oh, hold on. Oh, those aren't the wide receivers. Oh, never mind, never mind. Yeah, okay. All right, so Jalen Mills. So, sorry, we kind of jumped the gun a little bit, too. But, anyway, so they made another move. This isn't the wide receiver. Jalen Mills and the Patriots agreed to a four-year, $24 million deal with a $9 million guaranteed. Awesome. All right. So, we're making some moves. Yeah. Red Sox, they've uh, played the Rays in spring training. Kind of like a go-off topic here. They played the Rays in spring training, and they ended up losing this one 3-2. to two. So, uh, yeah, not great. All right. But still, it's spring training. And then, as I said, the receivers for the Patriots, they signed uh, Kendrick Bourne to a three-year $22.5 million deal. So, awesome. Very good. Another great wide receiver. And are they someone like a Chris Goodwin or someone like um, the uh, – let's see. Who else? Yeah, so something like a – yeah, like a Will Ford or stuff like that or any of those guys are – yeah, any of those top receivers? No, I mean, but still, they're really good wide receivers. So, yeah, so they like top league, but still, I mean, they're really great receivers. And then Nelson uh, Aguilar, he agrees to a two-year, $26 million deal. So he's coming to the Patriots. Awesome. So we're – and this Henry Anderson dude, so he's a big defensive player from the Jets. So he agrees to a two-year deal. We're not really sure what he'll be making, but he decides to come to the Patriots. A little known fact, so on the Twitter page, so when I made that announcement on Twitter, apparently his wife actually liked the tweet. Apparently, yeah, because I the reason I knew because I looked at her uh, account and stuff like that and did like have pictures of her and him and says like, yeah, love my life and stuff like that. And it was, and she did have the same last name as, uh, as the, or uh, this Henry Anderson dude. So, all right. So pretty cool. I mean, pretty cool about that. I mean. Little known fact there. All right. And then the Bruins, they took on the Penguins in Pittsburgh. And sadly, folks, they want, despite them getting one goal, they basically were crap the remainder of the game as they lose this one to a really bad Penguins team, 4-1. to one. All right. Let's go over the scoring summary. All right. All right. 
here we are. All right, so here we go. So, uh, my, or then, um, so to begin with, uh, Mac Rizlik, he got a goal for the Bruins to make it one nothing in the first period, and then after that, it was just Penguins. Uh, Rodriguez, he got a goal to tie it up one one. Sidney Crosby, he got a goal to tie or to make it two to one Penguins. Then, uh, Malkin, he got a goal in the second period for the Penguins to make it three to one, and then Quinzel, he got a goal to make it four to one. Penguins in the third period. That's where your final score would stand as the Bruins fall to 14, 8, and 4. So 14 wins, 18, or 14 wins, 8 losses, and uh, 4 ties, or uh, 4 overtime losses. That's the wide receiver I was kind of thinking about. Kenny Ga- or Galladay, or Galladay. Why was I not? All right, yeah, so he signs with the, or, uh, with the Giants. Well, why, did, why was that not on the top of my head? Why was that not on the top of my head? Kenny Godaway. Yeah, that's all I was trying to make the comparison of uh, wide receivers that we got. All right. Sorry about that. And then the Patriots, they brought back uh, Dietrich Wise Jr. So they decided to re-sign him for a four-year, $30 million deal with $10 million guaranteed. So he's coming back to the Patriots. But sadly, we did have to say goodbye to uh, offensive lineman uh, Joe Tooney as he decides to uh, sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. So he's gone. So, yeah. So that really does seem because that kind of does really put a hole in our offensive line. But we got to move on. And you know what? To those people that call him a traitor, come on, guys. I mean, is he as like, big as Tom Brady? But no, not really. I mean, with the whole time. But still, the guy is old enough to make his own decisions. And if he wants to go to Kansas City to, like, basically be a part of that, I mean, I mean, I think the whole part of like him going to Kansas City is because we're now in a rivalry with Kansas City. That's somewhat of a way. I don't know. Anyway, but thank you for your service, Joe Tooney. Best of luck in Kansas City. Make us proud. But the Patriots, they made another huge move. They got another tight end. This one from the LA Chargers, as as you probably guessed it, Hunter Henry. He decides to come over to the Patriots to a three-year. $37.5 million deal with a $25 million guaranteed. So very good. So yeah, I'm actually kind of excited about this tight end group of Ju John Smith and Henry uh or uh, Hunter Henry. So that is really gonna be fun. I feel like it's gonna be like I mean, a lot of people have been comparing this to a uh, Gronk and Hernandez. So so yeah, so we haven't really had this uh big of a tight end um Def or like that big of a tight end power since like yeah those two were uh, still Patriots, so yeah something to think about there. So that yeah. let's hope none of them does commit a uh, crime though. Yes, if you know what I mean, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. All right. So the Patriot or I'm uh, so the Red Sox played another spring training game on Monday against the Atlanta Braves and they win this one five to three. So awesome. So they all right. So pretty good. Won't go too much depth in the detail, as we said. And then the Bruins, they took on the Penguins again. Um, and they end up winning this one. So very good at uh two to one. So awesome. Very good. Very good. So here we go. ESPN acted like the uh when I got the text alert, like they acted like the game was going into overtime, but no, it wasn't going into overtime. It didn't go into overtime. Yeah, so both are uh goal to or basically both uh Rask and Halak were out, so uh, or uh, Valder or uh, Valder basically had a goal, or or 
Gerard Valadar. He actually got the start for the Bruins at goaltending, and he was very good, very good. He basically had 34 saves, so pretty good, awesome, awesome, as he helps the Bruins win this one. All right, so Pasadak in the first period, he got a goal to make it 1-0, a power play goal, and then Tenved, or uh, Tenved, he got a goal for the Penguins to make it a 1-1 or 1-1 uh, tied game. Then nothing in the second period, and then Trev Frederick, our rookie sensation, has uh, scored a goal for the or scored a goal for the Bruins to make it two to one Bruins. That's where your final score would stand. Bruins end up winning this one and they end the skid as they are now 15, 8, and 4. So 15 wins, eight losses, and four overtime losses. So awesome. Very good. Very good. Alright. So let's see. So Celtics played the Jazz at home in the garden and Looks like they couldn't get really much done against the best team in the NBA as they end up losing this one to the Jazz, 117 to 109. Just not a lot. Just a very weird night to say. Very weird night. I have to say. So let's go over our score and summary. All right. So here we are, the Jazz. All right. Well, actually, uh, box scores. All right. So basically, so here we go. My top performer of the night was uh, Jason Tatum with 29 points, Jalen Brown with 28 points, then um, Kemba Walker with 16 points, Daniel Tice with 15 points, and then Robert Winsford with 15 points, or 14 points off the bench. All right. yeah. And the Celtics fall to 20 and 19. So, yeah, not really great. And then on St. Patrick's Day, Patriots make some moves. They sign. They re-sign uh, Ted Karras out or uh, Al Karras's uh, Mongo's uh, grandnephew to a. Uh, so they bring him back after being gone for one year on a one-year four million dollar deal. So very good, awesome. Since we didn't at the time didn't know what was happening to David Andrews, so got re- or got signed this or got signed Karras back. So to the point where we do need a center. So awesome, and then they brought back or then they. Uh, Put a uh, second round tender contra- on the contract of uh, JC uh, Jackson in case he signs with another team this offseason. So, just in case, a little news there. Then the Red Sox, they played the Twins in spring training on St. Patrick's Day, and they end up winning this one 9 1. So, awesome. Very good. Then Chelsea, they played uh, their second leg or a second game of the second leg of the Champions League round of 16. Against uh, Atletico Madrid, and they end up winning this one 2 0 as they take care of business and move on to the next round as they went 2 0. Or 2 0. All right, so let's go over the box or scoring summary a little bit. All right. All right. So the only goals were uh, Hakeem Orsiak and Orsiak, and then Emerson, he got a goal for Chelsea. So uh, Saik's goal was a. 30 or a 44th minute, and then Emerson goal was like the 90, 90th plus four minutes. So awesome. So pretty much just time winding down. So awesome. Very good. So they move on to the next round, and I believe they play uh, uh, FC Porto in the next round in the quarterfinals of the uh, Champions League. So awesome. Second leg. Awesome. Very good. On April the 13th at 2 p.m. Okay. Awesome. All right. Just a little news bit right there. 
And then Chelsea football, they do play uh, in the quarterfinals tomorrow, the FA Cup against uh, Sheffield United at 8.30 p.m. Wow. Very early. Uh, what are you going to do about it? I mean, it is across the Atlantic, so, I mean, I mean, they're in a different time period also. All right. And guess who the Patriots brought back this week or brought back uh, this week on St. Patrick's Day? They decide to bring back an old defensive face, part of that boogeyman defense. You guessed it. They brought back Kyle Van Noy, uh, or brought back Kyle Van Noy on a two-year, $13.2 million deal. So he's back. Welcome back, Kyle Van Noy. Awesome. So he's back. So that really is great because he really did bring that personality to that defense too. And he is a really good defensive player. Someone who couldn't really cut it with the Detroit tie or Detroit Lions, but he found a way to make it big with the New England Patriots. So awesome. Glad he's back for two more years. So awesome. Then Boston College, they took on uh, UMass Low in double overtime in the semifinals of the Hockey East uh, tournament, and they end up losing this one 6-5. to five. So the conference title dream does come to an end. All right, so let's go over the box scores. All right, real quick, then we'll go to break. All right, all right. So BC uh, Marshall Warren he got a goal in the first period to make it two or make it one nothing BC. Then the second period, Mike Hardman he got a goal to make it two nothing BC. Then Alec Newhook in the second period made it a three nothing as a goal. And then Anthony uh, Baxter he got a goal for UMass to make it three to one BC. And Newhart or Newhook, Alex Newhook, he got a goal to make it four to one BC in the second period. And then the third period, UMass Lowell started coming back, and then they got a goal to make it two or four to two UMass or uh, four to two uh, BC. Then Andre Lee, he got a goal in the third period to make it four to three BC. And then tied ball game in the or tied game in the third period as Lucas or or Kodata got a goal to tie it up four four. Then a power play goal in the third period to give uh, Boston College the lead by uh, Mark McLaughlin, make it 5-4 to four with timelining down. Then right after that, in the third period, Baxter, he got a goal for UMass Low to tie it up 5-5. Five, five. They go into overtime, and UMass Low won it on a Matt Brown goal to make it 6-5. to five. UMass Low, that's your ball game, 6-5 to five as the tournament dreams for uh, Boston College come to an end as they lose this one. And now their fate deci is decided. Well, they probably will get in the tournament, but we have to find out who they'll play starting tomorrow on Selection Sunday sort of way. All right, so we'll go to break. All right, we are back. All right, let's talk about... Um, so, yeah, so when we left off, the Celtics played the Cavaliers in Cleveland, and I got to say, they couldn't get the job done. They basically played against a very subpar team subpar team that had no chance, probably had no chance of getting to the postseason as they lose this one 117 to 110. Yeah, so they played pretty shitty, as I could say. Yes. All right, against a very bad Cavaliers team. Lovely. All right. Let's get into the who my top performers of the game were. Da, da, da. All right. 
Okay, my top performers were. All right. So here we are. Top performers, uh, Jason Tatum with 29 points. Jalen Brown with 28 points. Campbell Walk or uh, Marcus Smart with uh, 19 points. Robert Williamsburg with 13 points. And I believe Peyton Pritchard with uh, 7 points. Pretty much everybody else didn't really score much. Yeah. Um, Ty, or, uh, Daniel Tyson didn't have any points. Um, Carson Edwards, he had 0. And then, yeah, Javante Green, he had 0 points too. Yeah. Either that, yeah. Wow. So the Red Sox, I did forget about this too. Uh, so the Red Sox uh, part owner is, uh, uh, so the LeBron James, he basically is now becoming part owner of uh, the Red Sox. I forgot to mention that too. I really don't know how to think about this too. I know too for some Celtics fans who are Red Sox fans too, I'm not really sure they like this or not. But I am kind of open to kind of see what he does too. I mean, at the same time, too, I don't know how he's going to be running that, too. But I did hear that he was still kind of originally part of the Fenway group or Fenway uh, group or something like ownership that owns Fenway. So he kind of does own. And I do know this because he owns some shares in the Liverpool soccer team, which is owned by the Red Sox owners, too. So I kind of did see. Yeah, uh, so kind of cool. He did kind of add into his best bits. I don't know, maybe he might do some, I don't know how much power he might have, but maybe he might do some stuff that might maybe change the Red Sox a little bit too, or for the good maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But a little bit too is front office stuff too. I'm not really sure how much power, as I said, how much power he would have over that. But I don't know. I did hear LeBron is basically the top influential people in sports. So if LeBron wants something done, he can get it done. So maybe, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. But at the end of the day, I really don't know how to think about this. Just the fact it is kind of a little weird that um, someone who is only into basketball and stuff like that, I'm not really sure like, if he's a real baseball fan or not, would own the Red Sox or something like that. And not even that, a team in Boston, too. Wow. Patrick Tong, he uh, of the Patriots, he announces a retirement. So he is now gone. So he is now leaving the team. So he is calling retirement. And pretty heck of a career, too. Let's see. Did he win two? I know he won two. I know he was part of that uh, the 2016 squad and 2018 squad. But was he part of 2014 as well? Yeah. Patrick Chung. Here we are. Patrick Chung, he was a uh, – come on now. All right, so basically, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Um, So, yeah, he based – or hold on. Yeah, he was part of the – two. so, yes, three Super Bowl, Super Bowl 49, Super Bowl 51, and Super Bowl 53. So, he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah. yeah. Part of that all-decade team for the New England Patriots, second-team All-American. Well, we shouldn't say that, yeah. So, pretty much, yeah. So awesome. Very good career. I didn't even know he was from Jamaica. Wow. Kingston, Jamaica. Huh. All right. So best career to you, safety, Patrick Trump. Enjoy retirement. Hopefully, yeah, maybe we can get Kyle Duggar to maybe. Um, yeah, I feel like that might be the next option. Maybe move Kyle Duggar into uh, that starting role since, uh, or either that, yeah. So maybe, yeah, but we'll see. What old Bill or Billy Belichick does. 
I really feel like he is making all these moves now after seeing uh, Tom Brady win a Super Bowl down Tampa Bay and now seeing how bad this season turned out to be. I feel like he's now on kind of a revenge tour now. So I feel like he's now going to, as he makes another moves, as we're going to talk about Martavius uh, Andrew, or Adams of the Green Bay Packers, he agrees to a one-year deal, $2.5 million. So awesome. Very good. So he's coming to the Patriots, our defensive player. Patriots do resign a kicker Nick Fole to a one-year $1.2 million deal, guaranteed. All right. Bruins, they do play the Sabres in uh, Buffalo, and they end up winning this one 4-1. to one. They get the job done, so awesome. So they're on a two-game win streak. And this would be the last game right now so far as um, a little spoiler alert here. Uh, they do get their uh, two games uh, canceled tonight's game and I believe a game next week against the Islanders. Well, we were going to lose to the Islanders anyway. So, I mean, technically, I mean, so those two games get postponed because of a uh, contractation and COVID or a uh, COVID protocol. So no games until Thursday of next week on the 25th. So yeah, home against uh, the Islanders. So we do kind of don't really escape the Islanders so far. Okay. All right. So here we are scoring summary. All right. To begin with, uh, rookie uh, McCade, he got a goal for the Bruins to make it 1-0 Bruins. And then uh, Buffalo, they got a goal to tie it up in the second period. But then after that, Jake DeBrus, he got a goal in the second period. Craig Smith, he got a goal in the second period to make it 3-1 Bruins. And then the third period, David Poshnock, he seals the deal with a power play goal to make it 4-1 Bruins to the lead. That's where your final score would stand. The Bruins are now 16-8-4. and in play, so very good, awesome, very good. Let's see where they are in the standings. They are still, well, now they're in fourth place now, so not really great so far. They kind of have fallen them off a little bit too. Yeah. All right. Well, they did take care of business against a really bad Buffalo Sabres team. So awesome, very good. All right. So that, let's see, what other news? And then David Andrews, as we said, so – Originally, it was said that he was going to be a free agent, hit free agency, but then after uh, less time left, he decides to re-sign with the Patriots to a four-year deal. So welcome back. We're not really sure how much he'll be making, but he is back. And as we said, Gonzaga men's basketball, they'll play their first-round matchup tonight at 6 p or 6.20 p.m. Um, against Norfolk State. So awesome, very good. Yeah, awesome on TBS. Patriots make another move. They sign Rakan uh, McMillan uh, from the Dolphins to a one-year deal. So awesome. We're not really sure how much he'll be making. Red Sox, uh, they play the Rays in spring training on Friday and win. They come back and win 11-7. So awesome. Very good. Wright State Baseball, they play uh, uh, U, uh, U of I in Chicago. And in Chicago, and they end up winning this one 7-5. So awesome. Very good. Very good. They are playing doubleheader today, but we won't go too much in the detail until next week. So here we are. So to begin with, uh, the Flames of uh, U of I Chicago, they got on the board first. as more. He singles up the middle in the third inning to score uh, Rosario and Smart to make it 2-0 UIC. And then uh, Alders, he singles in the center field to score uh, Anglin, make it Two to one or two to one UIC, and then Quincy Hamilton he hits a free or hits a two run home or three run homer into right field to score. Dues and Olders 
make it four to two Wright State. And then UIC, they uh score or score in the seventh inning as Rosario. He singles up the right side with the uh, RBI to score uh Lynn Perrip per, per, to make it four to three uh right state. And then tie ball game as a uh, Ningleback. He uh reaches on the fielding error to score um or to score a uh, smart ooh, uh, score smart to make it four or a four to four tie ball game. And then Rosario, he uh steals home. Wow, steals home, make it five to four UIC. But then right state in the eighth inning, they basically come back. Sass, he singles into into a left field or left field to score black to make it five five tie ball game. And Lucar, he triples in the right field or right field or left field. To uh, score Sass, make it six to five, right state. And Pluto, he reaches on a uh, fielding error to score. Uh, Lucard, make it seven to five, right state in the eighth inning. That's where your final scores stand. As right state is now nine and five overall record and nine and zero oh in conference play. So awesome. Very good. All right. So that is it. Celtics do play uh, another game against. Uh, um, Against uh, the Kings, and they end up uh, losing or uh, losing this one again to a very subpar team, 107 to 95. Just nothing was going there. They lost to basically one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA right now. Yeah, even though they got the players like Harrison Barnes and uh, Richard Holmes, they basically just yeah, which basically who they were the top performers in that one tonight, and there's also uh, DeAndre Fox too. But they just didn't have any answers, and they end up losing this one. So my top performer for the Celtics was uh, Jalen Brown with 19 points. Uh, Kemba Walker with 16 points. Uh, Jason Tatum with 15 points. Daniel Tice with uh, 14. And then Robert Wizard with 14 points. Yeah, so the Celtics are now 20 and 21 right now. Yuck. Just like the season. And then right now, they are now fourth in the Atlantic Division. And let's see, in conference play, they are now set or eighth in the in conference or in a Eastern Conference play. So basically, they're kind of that play and seed team. So wow, so yeah, not great. They're kind of starting to fall apart. They really have to make a trade somehow. They really do. And then the Red Sox, they played uh, the Braves in spring training again today, and they end up losing this one eight to two. So not really great. So uh uh-uh, uh, nope. All right. Okay. So that's it for news. So we're going to go to break and then come back and talk about what we've been watching lately and then fancy and then wrap it up with some stuff. All right. So don't go anywhere. All right. We are back to wrap up the show. So technically, um, we didn't really watch anything this week. So, but we did watch a, like the new season of, uh, Paradise PD a little bit too, so we kind of watched it a little bit. Some funny episodes, some episodes I didn't really like, but there were some that I actually liked that were pretty funny. And some like it that show just really does not disappoint. They're made by the same guys who did Brickleberry. Um, Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, actually is a, a character in that show. He's the police chief, uh, Chief Crawford, so it's pretty funny. So Paradise PD is like yeah, police de- or a uh, police department in a kind of like inbred hick town in the middle of nowhere. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's kind of really funny. It's made by the same guys who did Brickleberry and stuff like that, so it's pretty funny. Yeah. 
that's the only thing we really did watch. We were just kind of a little bit busy week so far. So, yeah, we didn't get too much in the watch and stuff. All right. So, fantasy, here we go. I feel like maybe this week, maybe we can talk about our fan MLB fantasy. So, maybe, yeah. So, we'll talk about that, too. All right. But first, let's talk about ESPN fantasy. So let's get into that. All right. So, right now, uh, basketball-wise, hold on. I got to get the, I get the, 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 the fancy standings. Here we are. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, here we are. So, ESPN fancy. So, Kai is annoying. They are currently 9-2 and two right now, and, but they're currently losing the team, Lindafear. Uh, 851 to 681. So not doing so well so far. Nope, not great at all. Nope, 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 nope. All right. The McMen, they're currently 9-2 and two right now and are currently losing to Team Fishman, nine, or 950 to 904. Nope, not great. That's not going to do it. All right, go on for glory. They're currently... Uh, Seven and four right now on a two-game win streak, but are currently losing the team Bone Breaker nine hundred three to seven hundred seventy-five. So they don't get their uh, act together. They're probably gonna have that two-game win streak come to an end. So not great at all. Nope. All right, the Boston Toms. So currently they are seven and four right now on a two-game win streak, and it looks like that streak might continue as their beating team heard. 1,500 or 1,155 to 800 or 628. So awesome. Very good. All right. So the boys of the old brigade, they're currently six and five right now on a two game win streak. But it looks like that uh, six or two game win streak might come to an end. And it looks like they might be back at 500 as they're losing the team Garvey 1,248 to 1,012. So not great at all. All right. All right. So Stan Marsh, they are currently. Five and six right now, and they're currently losing to a Fairlawn uh, Cardinals, nine hundred ninety-five to nine hundred thirty-eight. So not great at all. Nope. So that's it for basketball, hockey. Let's see how we're doing. Tyrone Biggums, they are now seven and two right now on a three-game win streak, and they're currently beating Team Priester, eighty-seven point three to eighty-six point two. So awesome. Very good. All right, the boys, the old brigade, they are currently six and three right now on a free game win streak, and they're currently beating uh, Team Go Canes Go 77.4 to 55.7. So awesome. Very good. Very good. The Boston Toms, they are currently five and four or four and five right now on a four game losing streak. Well, it looks like that losing streak might be coming to an end as they're beating Team Runnels 107.2 to 60. Or 66, yeah, the 66, yeah. All right. Awesome. All right, and then, the, and then uh, Kyle Brovlowski, they are 3-6 and six right now and on a five-game losing streak. But it currently looks like they're beating a team, was, or a Wasabi, um, 75.7 or 75.7 to 56.1. So awesome. So that losing streak might come to an end pretty soon. So awesome. Very good, very good. All right. That's it for hockey. Let's go on the baseball. Let's talk about our teams a little bit. All right, the Elysian Fields. We might have gone over this too, but the Elysian Fields, 
We named this after the basically the team or basically the place where the first actual baseball game was actually played at in Hoboken, New Jersey, back in the 1850s, called uh, the Elysian Fields. So we named it after that. All right. So my catcher is a uh, JT Ramuto, first baseman of the Philadelphia Phillies. Then first baseman Luke Voigt of the New York Yankees. Then uh, second baseman uh, Kevin Bijo, Craig Bijo, son of the Toronto Blue Jays. Third baseman Al Baum of the Philadelphia Phillies. Shortstop Trey uh, Turner of the Washington Nationals. Then second and and then my second and shortstop uh, position is a uh, Chris Taylor of the LA Dodgers. First base, third base is a uh, Roddy Telez or Rowdy Telez of the Toronto Blue Jays. Outfield position, Ramon Laronado of the Oakland Athletics. Bad bars. Victor Robles of the Washington Nationals. Uh, or Lorenzo Kane of the Milwaukee Brewers. Victor Reyes of the Detroit, uh, Detroit Tigers. And then Aaron Hicks of the New York Yankees. And then utility guy is Sterling Castro of the Washington Nationals. Then bench players, James McCann of the New York Mets. Uh, Isaiah Kafralefa of the Texas Rangers. Bobby Dahlback of the Boston Red Sox, and then Hunter Renfro of the Boston Red Sox. Then my pitching staff, my uh, five starters, Trevor Bauer of the L.A. Dodgers, or Clayton Kershaw of the L.A. Dodgers, Blake Snell of the San Diego Padres, Hun Chin Ryu of the Toronto Blue Jays, and then Chris Paddock of the Toronto San Diego Padres. And then uh, release pitching staff is uh, Kenley Jansen of the L.A. Dodgers, Rafael Matero of the Seattle Mariners, uh, Giovanni Gallet or Giovanni Galletto or Galletto of the St. Louis Cardinals, and then Will Smith of the or Atlanta Braves. All right. And then let's see. So that's it for the Legion Fields, the Fighting 69th. So basically named of the famous New York Regiment of Irish Americans. That basically is a film that we actually did talk about too, which actually kind of inspired why we named this team the Fighting 69. But then somebody in my league decided to name their team the Sexy 69ers. So I'm not really sure what if, they, if that was a reason why he named it after that. It's because he saw my team name and thought, oh, okay, I'll kill the sexual here. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. All right, here are my players. At catcher, I have Christian Vasquez of the Boston Red Sox. At first base, I have uh, Eric Hosmer of the San Diego Padres. Second baseman, Gene Segura of the Philadelphia Phillies. Third baseman, Raphael Devers of yours truly, the Boston Red Sox. At shortstop, uh, Tim Anderson of the Chicago White Sox. Then second base shortstop position, Paul DeYoung of the St. Louis Cardinals. Then first base, third baseman, Jammer Calendario of the Detroit Tigers. Then my outfield position, Mookie Betts of the LA Dodgers. Eddie Rosario of the Cleveland Indians. Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins. Mitch or Mitch Haneker of the Seattle Mariners, uh, Nick uh, Sen or Sensel of the C or Cincinnati Reds, then Utility Man Randall Grichik of the Toronto Blue Jays, and then my bench players Dalton Forsaro of the Arizona Diamondbacks, Kike Hernandez of the Boston Red Sox, and Bobby Dahlback of the Boston Red Sox. All right, and here we are. So my uh, or then my pitching staff. Here we go. All right. And then, um, so my starters, Lucas Giolito of the Chicago White Sox, um, Brandon Woodworth of the Milwaukee Brewers, Zach Gallen of the Arizona Diamondbacks, Hun Chin Ryu of the Toronto Blue Jays, and then uh, Chris Paddock of 
the C- or San Diego Padres. And then relief pitchers, Nick Anderson of the Rays, Devin Williams of the Milwaukee Brewers, Giovanni Galados of the St. Louis Cardinals, Matt Barnes of the Boston Red Sox, and then Archie Bradley of the Philadelphia Phillies. And that's it for the Finding 69th. Here are the Homestead Grays named after the Negro Leagues team uh, to honor this team. So here we are. All right. At catcher, uh, Yasmani Grandal of the Chicago White Sox. Third ba- or first baseman, uh, Yuri Goriel of the Houston Astros. Second baseman, uh, Jonathan Villar of the M- New York Mets. Third baseman, Yara Yamankata of the Chicago White Sox. Shortstop, uh, Marcus Simeon of the Toronto Blue Jays. Second base shortstop is uh, Willie Castro of the Detroit Tigers. First base third baseman is uh, Jammer Camillario of the Detroit Tigers. Then my outfield position, Mike Trout of the LA Angels. Lu- or Luis Roberts of the Chicago White Sox. Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski of the Saint- or, uh, San Francisco Giants. Carl Yastrzemski's grandson. And... Uh, Ramon Tapia of the Colorado Rockies, and then my, um, then my utility guys, Alessio Garcia of the Milwaukee Brewers, and then bench players, catcher uh, Yadier Molina, um, Joe Birdie of the Miami Marlins, or the Miami Marlins, Marlon Gonzalez of the Boston Red Sox, and then Frenchy Cordero of the Boston Red Sox. Then pitching, or then uh, pitchers, my starting rotation, you uh, Darvish of the San Diego Padres. Tyler Glass now the the crap my all right Tampa Bay Rays and then uh, Jose Barrios to the Minnesota Twins Corbin Burns the Milwaukee Brewers and then uh, Jesus Lazardo of the Oakland Athletics and then relief pitchers Brad Hand of the Washington uh, Nationals Devin Williams of the Milwaukee Brewers Alex Colomain of the Minnesota Twins and then Matt Barnes of the Boston Red Sox all right. And then Kenny McCormick's, here we go. All right, here we go. So named as one of the South Park characters, the guy in the orange parka. So that's who we named it after. So here we go. Catcher, uh, Christian Vasquez of your truly the Boston Red Sox. First baseman, Christian Walker of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Second baseman, Ryan McCann of the Colorado Rockies. Then uh, third baseman, uh, Yam Moncada of the Chicago White Sox. Shortstop, Dansby Swansman of the Atlanta Braves. Second base shortstop is uh, Colton Wong of the Milwaukee Brewers. Then first base, third baseman is uh, Jake Cronenworth of the San Diego Padres. Then my outfield position, Mookie Betts of the LA Dodgers. Marcelo Zuna of the Atlanta Braves. Starlin Mar- or Starling Marte of the Miami Marlins. Uh, Ramon uh, Laranato of the Oakland Athletics. Andrew Benatendi of the Kansas City Royals. And then my utility man is Mitch Garver of the Minnesota Twins. And then bench players, Jake McCann, Willie Castro, Rowdy Telez, and Mauricio Dubon of the San Francisco Giants. And then pitching staff, here we go. So here we are. My starting rotation, uh, Walker Buer of the L.A. Dodgers, Tyler Glass now of the Tampa Bay Rays. Carlos Carrasco of the or uh, New York Mets, uh, Zach uh, Plezak of the Cleveland Indians, and then um, Charlie or uh, Charlie Morton of the Atlanta Braves, and then relief pitchers Devin Williams of the Milwaukee Brewers, Alex Colomain of the Minnesota Twins, 
Matt Barnes of the Boston Red Sox, and then uh, Taylor Rogers of the Minnesota Twins. All right. Here we are. So the Memphis uh, Red Sox, here we go. So here we are. My, uh, some named after the Negro Leagues team of back in the 1930s and 40s. So here we go. All right. Nothing to do with the Boston Red Sox, though. All right. At catcher, uh, Christian Vasquez of the or the Boston Red Sox. First baseman, Matt Olson of the Oakland Athletics. Red bars. At second base, uh, Mike Moustakis of the Cincinnati Reds. At third base, Raphael Devers of the Red Sox. And then shortstop, uh, Chris Taylor of the L.A. Dodgers. Second base shortstop is Kiki Hernandez of the Boston Red Sox. First base, third baseman is Jamir Camilario of the Detroit Tigers. Then my outfield position, um, Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals. George Springer of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Dylan Carlson or Carlson of the Saint, or, uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Andrew Benatendi of the Kansas City Royals. And then Cole Calhoun of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then utility man, Willie Castro of the Detroit Tigers. And then my bench players, Dalton uh, Ferrasso of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yadier Molina of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Evan Longoria of the San Francisco Giants, and then Nick Ahmed of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then here we are, pitching staff, here we go. So my uh, starting rotation, you Darvish of the San Diego Padres, Luis Castro of the Cincinnati Reds, Zach Gallen of the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, Kyle Hendricks of the Chicago Cubs, and Chris Paddock of the San Diego Padres, and then relief pitchers, Nick Anderson of the Toronto Rat or Toronto or Toronto of the Tampa Rays, uh, Rafael Matero of the Seattle Mariners, Will Smith of the Air or the Atlanta Braves, and then Hector Nervias of the Philadelphia Phillies. Here, that's it for the Memphis Red Sox. And then finally, the end of the ESPN section of uh, Fenway uh, Refugees. Here we go. Uh, named after the social media page that I kind of was a part of, too, like back in the day. Kind of like blog and stuff like that. All right. So here we are. At catcher, uh, Christian Vasquez of the Boston Red Sox. First baseman, Christian uh, Walker of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Second baseman, uh, Kevin Bijo of the Toronto Blue Jays. Third baseman, Tommy Edmond of the St. Louis Cardinals. Shortstop, Sander Bogarts of the Boston Red Sox. Uh, second base shortstop is uh, Kike Hernandez. First base, third base is uh, Marwin Gonzalez of the Boston Red Sox. Then uh, outfield, and then uh, outfield position, Alex Verdugo of the Red Sox, Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs, Clint Frazier of the New York Yankees, Hunter Renfro of the Boston Red Sox, and then Alasayo Garcia of the Arizona Diamondbacks or of the Milwaukee Brewers. And then utility man is uh, Jesse Winker of the Cincinnati Reds, and then bench players Buster Posey of the San Francisco Giants. Nico Goodrum of the Detroit Tigers, uh, Mike Bruzzo of the Tampa Bay Rays, and then Francie Cordero of the Boston Red Sox. All right, and then really, our pitching staff, so here we go. So starting rotation, Garrett Cole, the New York Yankees, Jack Flaherty of the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, Tyler Glass now of the Tampa Bay Rays, Hun Chin Renu of the Toronto Blue Jays, and then Zach Plezak of the Cleveland, or the Cleveland Indians. And then relief pitching staff, Brad Hand of the Indian or of the Washington uh, Nationals, Alex Cullimane of the or uh, Minnesota Twins, Matt Barnes of the Boston Red Sox, and then Taylor uh, Rogers of the New York or 
Taylor Lot or Taylor Rogers of the Minnesota Twins. So that's it for ESPN Fantasy. Sorry, that a little bit bored you, but okay. All right. So Yahoo Fantasy. I wonder if you have time in this segment. All right. So here we are. South Park Warriors. Here we go. So currently they are. Get the standings up real quick. So currently, right now, they are three and eight right now, and are currently beating K- or a KB or KB twenty four. Eight to one, so awesome, very good. All right, so awesome. They're eighth place in their uh, league. All right, and KG's the goat. Let's see, they are five and six right now, and they are currently uh, beating uh, Heart and Soul eight hundred seventy-five point ten to eight hundred twenty point fifteen. So awesome, very good. All right, all right. So Campos Ferrets, they are uh six one and four so six wins one loss and four uh ties so they basically did lose their first game but currently right now they're beating the valley boys nine nothing so awesome very good all right then the ringer nba let's see they are five five and one so five wins five losses and one tie and they're currently beating bears eating fish eight to four so awesome very good all right Podrick Pierce, let's see how they're doing. They are 7-4 right now, and they're currently beating Mark's superb team 1,764.15 to 1,340.45. So awesome. Very good. So they are projected to win. So awesome. They're kind of picking themselves up a little bit too. All right. Let's see. Average Joes, they are 7-4 also, and they're currently beating Sharp Shooting Dame, 1,267.50 1,267.50 to 1,254. So awesome. Very good. All right. Awesome. All right. And then Chara's the GOAT. They are 3, 4, and or 3, 4, and 1. So three wins, four losses, and one draw. Let's see how they're doing. They're beating a backstopper or a three or three zeros, seven to nothing. So awesome. Very good. All right, the Channel Four News team—they are five, three, and or th- five and three, and they are currently uh, beating uh, Tristan's team nine to nothing. So awesome! All right, Sean McDermott—they are uh, six and two right now, and they are currently beating or A R or A I R five six to three. So awesome! Very good! Awesome! All right, and the Spittin' Chicklets, they are now 7-1 and one right now, so they are finally no longer undefeated. But they are currently beating uh, Terman's Eagles 7-3. So awesome. Very good. Very good. All right. So fair. Awesome. All right. So let's see. Let's go over uh, baseball. Let's go over baseball fantasy. So um, let's see. The Kansas City Monarchs, I named this after uh, – the Negro Leagues team, basically like basically the franchise team, so kind of like the Yankees in a way. Um, so here we are. So on my catcher, I had Will Smith of the L.A. Dodgers, uh, first baseman Max Muncy of the L.A. Dodgers, second baseman Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets, third baseman Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland Indians, shortstop uh, Jonathan Villar of the New York Mets, then my outfield position, Chris Bryant the Chicago Cubs, Alex Verdugo of the Boston Red Sox, uh, Michael Brantley of the Houston Astros, 
Then utility men, I had Joe Bell or Josh Bell of the Washington Nationals and uh, Victor Robles of the Washington Nationals also. Then my bench players, I had Mitch Garver, Minnesota Twins, Jamier Camilario of the Detroit Tigers, Joe or uh, Josh Harrison or Josh Harrison of the Washington Nationals, and then Lorenzo Kane of the Milwaukee Brewers. And then my uh, pitching staff, so my two starters, Trevor Bauer of the LA Dodgers, and then Clayton Kershaw of the LA Dodgers. And then we lift pitchers or rest of the pitching staff, uh, Carlos Carrasco of the New York Mets, Jose Urias of the LA Dodgers, Tyler Glasnow of the Tampa Bay Rays, Frankie Matez of the Oakland Athletics, Tristan McKenzie of the Cleveland Indians, Craig Kimbrell of the Chicago Cubs, and then Dane Dunzing of the Texas Rangers. Kansas City Monarchs, here we are, Hammering Hank, named after the late great uh, Hank Aaron, who uh, passed away this year. Rest in peace, old Hank Aaron. So here we go. Catching staff, or catcher, uh, JT Romuto of the Philadelphia Phillies. First baseman, uh, Brandon Lau of the Tampa Bay Rays. Second baseman, uh, Cattell Marte of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Third baseman, Chris Bryant of the Chicago Bo or Chicago uh, Cubs. Shortstop of uh, Frankie uh, Lindor or, Fra or Francisco Lindor, the New York Mets. Outfielder Alex Verdugo, the Boston Red Sox. Outfielder Will Myers of the San, or, uh, San Diego Padres. Outfielder uh, Kyle Lewis of the Seattle Mariners. The utility guys, Jake Cronenworth for the San Diego Padres. And then Victor Robles of the Washington Nationals. And then bench players, Mitch Garver or Mitch Garver of the Minnesota Twins. Hunter Dozier of the Kansas City Royals, and then Scott Keering of the Philadelphia Phillies. And then my pitching staff, uh, starting pitchers, Trevor Bauer of the L.A. Dodgers, and then Blake Snell of the San Diego Padres. Then relief, the rest of the pitching staff, uh, Russell Iglesias of the L.A. Uh, Angels, Framer Valdez of the Houston Astros, Joe Musgrove of the San Diego Padres, Kevin Gosman of the San Francisco Giants, Tristan McKenzie of the Cleveland Indians, Shohei Otani of the LA Dodgers or the LA Angels, Drew Smiley of the LA or the Atlanta Braves, and then Hector Nervias of the Philadelphia Phillies. All right. The Royal Rooters podcast or Royal Rooters team named after this podcast. All right. Catcher uh, JT Ramuto of the Philadelphia Phillies, first baseman Jose Abreu of the Chicago White Sox, second baseman uh, Kentum or Kirsten or Keston Hira of the Milwaukee Brewers, then third baseman Eugenio or Soares or Eugenio Soares of the Cincinnati Reds. <coughs> Man, then uh, shortstop uh, Trey Turner of the Washington Nationals. Outfielders J.D. Martinez of the Boston Red Sox, Alex Verdugo of the Boston Red Sox, uh, Will Myers of the San Diego Padres, and then uh, so, or and then a uh, utility guys is a uh, Dansby Swanson. All right. Oh. All right. All right. What was going on here? All right. All right. And then utility guys. And then yeah, utility guys is Davey Swanson and uh, J.D. Davis. And then bench players, uh, Carson Kelly of the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, Ryan McCann of the Colorado Rockies, and then Marcia, or Mauricio Dubon of the San Francisco Giants. And then, as I said, J.D. Davis of the New York Mets.
All right, starting rotation. Here are my two guys: are uh, Clayton Kershaw, the LA Dodgers, then uh, Jose Barrios of the Minnesota Twins, and then the rest of the pitching staff: Nathan Ivaldi of the Red Sox, Kevin Gosman of the San Francisco Giants, Tony Goslin of the LA Dodgers, um, Matt, or uh, Matt Barnes of the Boston Red Sox, Tristan McKenzie of the Cleveland Indians, and then Eduardo Rodriguez of the Boston Red Sox, and then uh, Jose. Regardi of the Houston Astros, and then Ryan Marbo of the Tampa Bay Rays. That's uh, Royal Rooters. So here we are, starting nine, named after the Barstool Baseball Podcast that we all love. All right. My catcher is uh, Will Smith of the L.A. Dodgers. First baseman, Pete Alonso of the New York Mets. Second baseman, uh, Glaber Torres of the New York Yankees. Third baseman, uh, Matt Chapman of the Oakland Athletics. Bad bars. All right, and then shortstop, uh, Marcus Simeon of the Toronto Blue Jays. Then outfielders, Alex Verdugo of the Red Sox. Uh, Mike uh, Yastrzemski of the San Francisco Giants. Kyle Lewis of the Seattle Mariners. And then uh, utility guys, Joey Gallo of the Texas Rangers. And then ha, Su, or, uh, ha Sung Kim of the San Diego Padres. And then bench players, here we are. Mitch Garver of the Minnesota Twins. Uh Yuri Gurriel of the Houston Astros, Donovan Solano of the San Francisco Giants, and then Cole Calhoun of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then pitching rotation, my uh, starting rotation, Shane Beaver of the Cleveland Indians, and then Lucas Giolito of the Chicago White Sox, and then the rest of the guys, Corbin Burns of the Milwaukee Brewers, or, uh, Jake, or uh, James Karinshack of the Cleveland Indians, Jose Barrios of the Ormus of the Twins, Joe Musgrove of the San Diego Padres, Tyler May Tyler Mayle of uh, the Cincinnati Reds, Cody or Cody ba or uh, Chris Bassett of the Oakland Athletics, Matt Bars, and then Michael Kobeck of the Chicago White Sox. That's it for starting nine. Here are section ten. All right, so we'll have to do this real quick and then go to break. All right, kept named after the Red Sox Barstool podcast we all love and inspired us to do this podcast, so here we go. Catcher uh, J.T. Ramuto of the Philadelphia Phillies. First baseman Max Muncy of the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, second baseman uh, Kike Hernandez of the Boston Red Sox. Third baseman uh, Rafael Devers of the Boston Red Sox. Shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. of the San Diego Padres. Then my outfielders, J.D. Martinez of the Red Sox. Jorge Soler of the uh, San or, uh Kansas City Royals, Anthony Santander of the Baltimore Orioles, um, Trey uh, Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles as utility man, and then uh, Nick Solak as a utility man for the um, Texas Rangers, and then bench players Buster Posey of the San or uh, San Francisco Giants, Ryan McCann of the Colorado Rockets, and then Scott Kingering of the Philadelphia Phillies. Then relief pitcher or then starting rotation Aaron Nola of the Philadelphia Phillies and Steven Strasburg of the Washington Nationals, and then. Relief pitchers, Edwin Diaz of the New York Mets, James Karinshack of the Cleveland Indians, uh, or, uh, or uh, Lance McCullers of the Houston Astros, um, Patrick Corbin of the Washington Nationals, David Price of the L.A. Dodgers, Jameson Tylon of the New York Yankees, and then Chris Sale of the Boston Red Sox, and then Matt Andres of the Boston Red Sox. All right, so that is it, so we'll go to break. All right, we are back to wrap it up with fantasy, so here we go. All right, 
So Tom Thomas Clark named after one of the 1916 Easter Rising uh, rebels, Thomas Clark. So here we go. So uh, at catcher Yasmani Grandal, the Chicago White Sox first baseman uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. named after or uh, son of the Hall of Famer Vlad Guerrero uh, of the Toronto Blue Jays. And then second base up uh, Brandon Lau, the Tampa Bay Rays. Third baseman Max Muncie of the LA Dodgers. Shortstop Carlos Correa of the Houston Astros. And then outfielders. Uh, Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals, Mike Dostromsky of the yeah, Mike Dostromsky of the San Francisco Giants, Ryan Mount Mountcastle of the Baltimore Orioles, and then utility guys Dalton Carlson of the or Dylan Carlson of the St. Louis Cardinals, and uh, Joe or Josh Bell, Josh Bell of the Washington Nationals, and then. Bench players: Mitch Garver of or Mitch Garver of the Minnesota Twins, Edwin Rios of the LA Dodgers, Mauricio Dubon of the San Francisco Giants, and then Austin Hayes of the Baltimore Orioles. And then pitching staff: my starting rotation: Hugh Darvish of the San Diego Padres, and then Luis Castillo of the Cincinnati Reds. And then relief pit or pitching staff is uh, Kenta Maeda of the Minnesota Twins, Jesus uh, Lazardo of the or the Oakland Athletics, Bad Bars, Joe Musgrove of the San Diego Padres, Frankie Matez of the Oakland Athletics, uh, Mar- or Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, and then uh, Jermaine Marquez of the, or Herman Marquez of the Colorado Rockets, and then uh, Jake Diekman of the Oakland Athletics, Bad Bars. All right, so that's it. All right, so we are done. All right. So this week was St. Patrick's Day, and um, it was a pretty good St. Patrick's Day. Pretty good, as I like to call it, Irish Christmas. And so that's where we're going to end the show with a uh, St. Patrick's Day song. That's what we've been doing this entire week with some like uh, the music at the outro music at the end. We basically just playing been Irish music and stuff like that, Irish rock music. So pretty good. So yesterday uh, was a ten year anniversary when my high school managing basketball days came to an end as they made it to the state tournament and got fourth place. So basically that team uh, started out, I mean, went on a roll and then basically they won their, we won our conference for the first time since uh, 1982 and first time ever as a member of the big 12 conference, which is the conference there were in and currently still are in. Um, and then uh, they won the regional for the fourth straight year in a row. So basically a streak that's been going on since my freshman year of high school. And then um, they won, and then we won the super sectional, or that, I mean, we won the sectional for the first time since 1976. And then we won the super sectional and then made it to the state tournament for the first time since 1976. And the first time ever made it to uh, the semi or to uh, the final four, which if you didn't know by then, back then, in 1976, the state tournament, if you want sectionals, then you're automatically in the state tournament. So it's basically kind of like March Madness a little bit too. So kind of like March Madness from the NCAA tournament. Um, but then they added the super sectional my freshman year of high school. And then they, uh, which decides like uh, you win the super sectional, then you made it to the final four of the state tournament. And uh, we made it to the final four. Um, we did lose in the semifinal game to Gurney Warren and then played the third place game and lost to a Lombard, uh, Glenbard East. So that basically uh, made our season or then uh, ended the season. 
yesterday, 10 years ago, and then gave us only fourth place in the state tournament, which wasn't really bad. We can't, we went home with a banner. We went home with a trophy to put in our trophy case, and we came home with some medallions too, so pretty good. I mean, but still, I mean, nothing will take away what happened that season. That was still a pretty good season, a one that I will remember for the rest of my life. And it really is a shame that we didn't really have like a 10-year anniversary reunion and stuff like that this year. But in the end, was anybody having any reunion and stuff like that this year? Yeah, because of COVID, the whole pandemic. That's the one bad thing I kind of hated about. The one thing I started kind of thinking about when this pandemic hit, I thought, oh, boy. If this goes on long enough, we might not be having any of that stuff. So I was starting to worry because, and they really, and it really had to come this year. But it is what it is. I mean, I did hear from one source, one of our coaches, I won't give a name, but he did kind of say that maybe when we start having fans back into the, our back at our games, like a lot more fans, stuff like that, we might have, or we probably will have like a, um, reunion kind of ceremony and stuff like that because it would really be a shame if this was the 10 year anniversary and that whole team basically didn't get their 10 year anniversary. It would really be a shame that really didn't happen just because of a pandemic. Anyway, so that was my week so far. So pretty good. All right, let us call let's call it the week. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at Podcast Royal. Then follow my personal Twitter page at JunkyardDog92. We will have that in the details of the episode. Then follow the show on Instagram at uh, RoyalRooters1992. And then follow the show on TikTok at RoyalRooters91792. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, Radio Public, and Intenipod. All right. And uh, Stitcher. Yeah, sorry. Forgot about that. And Stitcher. Or wherever you get your podcast. I'll reiterate that. All right. Follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, Radio Public, and, and Stitcher. Or wherever you get your podcast from. doesn't matter what. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right, see you guys next week. Banyana. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's a hard paved road that every one man must face. Well, maybe it's cruel, but it's strength and true that a man and his feelings evade. Rouse tyrants and thieves from the world's ones of these are the minds who stay shattered away. For the worst we can do is to play the old fool and the world does slip away. So here's to another one. Raise it up until night. Safe in your setting sun. Slam your hands on dry.
of the day We are melted away And our own true selves lay bare For a one who seeks power Also seeks to devour So in all of these beware That we are And we drink to our right To dance and to sing and to play And when it's all done Just before what's to come Raise one for today Lucky ones who have been down for a time Raise up another one Slam child as I cry Slam child as I cry So here's to another one Raise it up for tonight Safe in your settings Slam child as I cry Slam child as I cry Slam child Shut up. No free ads. Alright, come on now. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go home. Get. Go.